Lynn. Happy Friday. This is your first ever listening on the Woman Podcast. My name is Tamani Lynn, and I'm the founder and CEO of Women of Lynn, which is a women's empowerment organization that is dedicated to uplifting, empowering, and inspiring all women to be boss through support and networking. We partake in a variation of different initiatives, our group community service. We have an international nature podcast like this one. We do webinars, seminars, workshops. You name it, we basically do it, sis. We are known as the one-stop shop for empowerment, and you are listening to the Woman Podcast, where I sit down with female entrepreneurs or Debbie bosses rather, which is what we like to call them. And I sit down with them and I talk with them not only about the topic at hand, but also their journeys of becoming bosses up until the point that we record this episode. And it's your first ever listen on our podcast. We do updates in the beginning of every single episode and we have two for you ladies this week. So update number one, you ladies already know that our starting a business one-on-one masterclass is taking place on January 8th. You ladies know that we always do four week segments. Tickets for that are going super, super, super fast for the pre-order. So ladies, go ahead and grab your ticket for that as I said last week. Update number two, you ladies know that we have some special drops the second or third week of November. We think we're going to combine everything for Black Friday and just go ahead and launch everything on one day. So just be on the lookout to our Instagram for what we will be dropping. We'll definitely be posting hints and sneak peeks throughout the course of the next couple weeks up until Black Friday. So just be on the lookout to our Instagram at Woman and be sure to follow us to be in the know with everything that we plan to launch this month and everything that we're doing uh, moving forward as a company. And also, as I always say, to stay updated with us as a company, go ahead and subscribe to our website at womenland.org to be in the know of everything that we're doing. So that is it for our updates this week. And you ladies know that you have segments each and every single week for our podcast. We have a woman to watch of the week. And then we have an Ask Tamani question of the week. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with our woman to watch of the week. Our woman to watch of the week is the amazing Anaya Williams. She is currently a WMNC of mine. And she has been a mentee of mine since she was actually 17 years old. So it's been about two or three years since I've been her mentor and the reason why we're spotlighting her this week is because she hosted her first ever pop-up shop at a graduated mentees event and she recently transitioned her brand to an entire glam studio the name of her studio is Maria's luxury glam studio and she now offers makeup services she also sells different things like bundles lashes it's basically a one-stop shop for all your luxury needs based in the DMV area and I just wanted to shine a light on her because we are so proud of her and can't wait to see what she accomplishes within the near future and it's going to be very exciting to see what she does in 2021 because we have so much planned so that is our woman's watch of the week my amazing mentee anaya you ladies can go ahead and follow anaya on instagram at a n i y a h M-A-R-I-A-A and her social media platforms for her business should be listed within her bio as well. So that is our one to watch of the week. And then our Ask Money question of the week is how do you balance business slash life? So I get this question a lot um, as far as people asking me how do you balance work life, you know, with business life? How do you stay you know, on top of everything? And honestly, I've become the master of breaks and self-care. If I feel like I'm too tired to say record a podcast or launch a podcast and I'll simply just take a break um, or if I don't feel like attending meetings that day I'll just reschedule my meetings you know it's it's really important to put your self-care and your mental health first especially during these times especially when it comes to business you know and life balance because you know you're the only person that can look out for you and your mental at the end of the day so I'm always mindful of that I'm always mindful of how I feel and also ladies I want you guys to start practicing not giving um 
reasonings for the reasons why you take breaks or for not you know don't don't say sorry when you feel like you have to take a break as well I had to get out of that in the beginning I used to host meetings and I used to feel so bad when I had to cancel meetings for the day or I had to take a step away from something that I was doing in the name of self-care because sometimes when you're a businesswoman sometimes you just get overwhelmed if you have a lot of different things on your plate and I always used to feel so sorry I used to always feel so bad like oh my god I'm so sad I'm missing this meeting or I'm so sad I'm missing this business you know speaking engagement something like that but you really have to put your mental first because you're the only one who will care about you and your self-care at the end of the day so I'm always mindful of that if I'm not feeling good if I'm not feeling well I'm quick to you know cancel something or reschedule something so honestly to answer that question to the debut boss that asked me that I honestly take breaks and I take my self-care a lot more seriously than I used to and you know I, I just pause when I need to and I highly recommend that for any bosses listening to this episode take a pause when you you need to always take pauses, always take breaks. They're not overrated. You'll notice when you begin to take more breaks and you begin to prioritize your self-care, you're actually able to get a lot more done. So that is my answer for our Ask Money question of the week. Basically, to sum it all up, take breaks. Take breaks and put your self-care first. So that is it for our segments this week. And you ladies know that we have nothing but the best of the best W bosses with each and every episode. And this W boss is a 23-year-old professional hairstylist, owner of a luxury hair and hair accessories company, Soul Bomb Virgin Hair Collection, and the founder of No Stylist Left Behind, where she currently serves as a business slash branding coach to rising hairstylists by assisting them in expanding their clientele and or overall brand. Born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. She is very certain of her career goals and took immediate action by becoming a sweeper and shampoo assistant at her neighborhood hair salon at the age of 11. Yes, only 11 ladies. Once enrolled in high school, she enrolled in her school's cosmetology program where she became a licensed hairstylist at the tender age of 16 while studying business administration at the illustrious Morgan State University. She began her professional hairstyling career by transitioning from doing hair at home and into a hair salon. Today, she she has serviced 1,300 plus clients overall, has a current clientele base of 500 plus clients, owns a very successful hair and hair accessories company that ships worldwide, and mentors a slowly growing community of hairstylists who are committed to expanding their own hair brands by using her techniques. She is a firm believer in the saying, good is the enemy of great, and takes pride in pushing both herself and other entrepreneurs to become the greatest change that they wish to see. So please welcome the amazing Miss Ray show everybody hello everyone thank you so much for having me i'm super excited to be here i was telling you earlier this is my very first podcast so i feel honored yes ready to share. Yes, love it. Love the fact that you are here. Um, and we absolutely love everything you're doing, a part of your brand, not only just with hairstyling, but also the fact that you give back to other stylists. We will definitely hop into that later on down the episode. But before we hop into the topic of what's the why behind your brand, go ahead and give us everything, Rachelle. Who is Rachelle? Where are you from? Tell us all about you before we hop into your why. All right. So you kind of covered a lot, <laughs> but... <laughs> So, of course, I'm Rachelle. I actually go by Shelly. That's what most people know me by um, as far as, like, clients or supporters or followers. Um, But I'm a 23-year-old professional hairstylist. I got my hair license while I was in high school at the age of 16. Um, So I've been doing this for a pretty long time now. Um, I am also the owner of a luxury hair company called Soul Bomb Virgin Hair Collection, where we provide bundles, closures, frontals, wigs, hair accessories, 
you pretty much name it, we have it. Um, also, I am the founder of No Stylist Left Behind, which is a brand that I launched last winter. Um, and it's pretty much my way of giving back um, to other hairstylists and to just teach them professionalism within the um, beauty industry and how to grow their clientele. Um, and I guess a fun fact, you already said I went to Morgan, but I went to Morgan State University. I have a bachelor's degree in business administration. Um, so I guess the thing with me being a hairstylist, I'm more so attracted to the business side of the beauty industry. So I'm all about tying in business as well as the hair industry, because I do feel like there's somewhat of a disconnect that needs to be corrected. Yes, come on, resume. We love it. We got a degree. We got uh, certifications at 16. Got your license at 16. I love it. So you touched on it a little bit, but what pushed you overall into getting in the hair industry? And tell us about that build up to where you are now. Okay, so I'll start with the build up first. Um, so the build up um, really started at a very early age, um, I think around 10 or 11. Um, I would go to the hair salon with my mom. I have two sisters, so picture three little girls. We're all two years apart, and my mom is just, like, stressed out. Like, okay, who's doing the hair? We're all natural. <laughs> so um, we ended up going to, like, a local neighborhood salon um, in our area, which was a really good salon, um, very popular. They did amazing hair, and I was just really inspired by it at a very early age. Like, I was like, okay. It's, it's some type of superpower that these um, hairstylists have that I want in on. So um, I knew that at a very early age. So I just was kind of persistent with them. And they were like, oh, do you want to be a sweeper or a shampoo girl? So I'm like, sure. So I did that. Eventually got my hair license in high school. And then once I, um, well, first I went to University of Baltimore. Um, went there. I started working. I transitioned from doing hair in the house um, and then to the, actually doing hair in the hair salon. Didn't like the school because um, I really wanted to go to an HBCU, which um, is how I landed at Morgan State University. Now, going to Morgan is what basically changed my whole everything mm. um, because at Morgan, I was able to network with people who look like you and myself. I mean, mm-hmm. myself and you. So it's like um, when you are at a PWI, which was University of Baltimore, we have different, like the, most of the students, they have different types of hair. There are African-American students there, but it wasn't that many. We were definitely the minority. It was very, very few. But at Morgan, it was a demand for me. Like it was a huge demand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess what set me apart from like the other campus hairstylists was that I did not want to do hair in a dorm. I did not want, I did not aspire to do that. I wanted college students to um, feel like they could, get quality even though we were bought on a budget you can get quality you can go into a salon you can get the actual salon um experience so that was basically the build-up but really morgan state just networking through organizations with different classrooms is how i um gained built my clientele also through like promotion um but as far as my why it's two reasons i would say reason number one um why i do what i do and why i love what i do um is to promote confidence I'm like a big confidence advocate. Um, I feel like women, we go through so much or the world puts so much like stress and like pressure on us. So sometimes we need to escape. We need those self-care days. We need to escape from the world. And doing hair provides women with an escape. They're able to get away from their problems or their life or whatever, their um, jobs or whatever. Um, 
and just go to a safe space where they can literally dump all their emotions out if they feel comfortable. Um, they can get beautified and they can um, walk out feeling better. So that would be probably part one of my why, um, which is what, yeah, that was, yeah, my what, yeah. That was like earlier on, that was the real reason why I started what I was doing. But as I gained more experience, I guess part two of my why would be um, to just change the narrative behind hairstylists. That's mm-hmm. like my current major right now. Um, because growing up, a lot of hairstylists that I did know um, and my actual hairstylists, they didn't go to college, which confused me. I'm like, why Why not? You know, a lot of hairstylists, they, they would be hairstylists and that was it. They would even do it for the rest of their life, which is great if you're passionate about it. Or they would um, stop and work in a whole different field and I wanted to know like you know why can't we push this to the like the highest level like why can't we you know go far with this I just never understood that so I took it upon myself to be the change that I wish to see and I was like okay I'm going to be hairstyles but I'm going to break these statistics and these crazy like stereotypes um around them at least the negative said that so Yes, I love that. And just hearing you talk about your why, you can tell you're so, so, so passionate about it. And, you know, you have a genuine why behind what you do, which I think is very, very, very important. And you talked a little bit about it in the beginning of the episode. You said that getting your hair done makes black women, at least, feel like a totally different type of chick. <laughs> Ladies, if you're listening to this, when you get your hair done, you be a totally different person after you get your hair done. Okay? It's like a total confidence booster. It just makes you feel good. You feel pampered. And it just it feels good knowing that you're the person behind that as well. Right, Rachel? So, right. with that being said, do you think you being so passionate? about what you do and the why behind what you do makes you being an entrepreneur a little bit easier because everybody knows if you're an entrepreneur the journey can be tough it can be tough it can be trying it could be gruesome do you think you being so passionate about what you do makes you being an entrepreneur easier yes because we shall <laughs> it is a lot of late nights early mornings like it, it's crazy um as an entrepreneur so you have to love it like I told everybody like you have to be passionate about whatever field that you decide to um be in you have to be passionate because it is easier because if I didn't care or if I just was doing it for the money um I wouldn't want to get out of my bed or if my friend was like oh let's go out I would probably prefer to go out over actually locking in and putting things together whereas whether it's proposals or um getting different graphics done just whatever it is right. like um, you have you have to have some type of discipline, and the discipline starts. Um, the foundation of the discipline starts with a passion, in my opinion. Yes, the foundation of a discipline definitely starts with a passion. And a lot of people, they think entrepreneurship is giving glam, is giving photo shoots, is giving always money, when really (laughs) behind the scenes is giving ghetto 90% of the time. (laughs) And y'all just see the good 10%. So what motivated you to give back to other stylists through No Stylist Left Behind? And how important do you think it is for business owners to give back to those who are in the same field as them? Okay, quick story. I'll try to be quick. Um... So I graduated Morgan last May, so May 2019. When I graduated, my stepmom um, for for graduation, she was like, "Okay, I'm going to fly you out to Houston as your graduation gift." So I'm thinking I'm about to go to Houston. It's my first time. Like, yes, we're about to be lit. We're going to turn up. <laughs> Absolutely not. This was a whole business conference. <laughs> it was a strict business trip, but it was paid for by her. So thank God, whatever. You know, I, I love I love to learn. So. 
you know, that was cool. So I ended up going to Houston um, probably two weeks after I graduated. It was a power networking conference. At that conference, it was nothing but millionaires in the room. Like, literally nothing but millionaires. And the conference was actually for my stepmom and my dad because they are entrepreneurs. They want me to see, like, a glimpse of their world. So I um, attended it. Um, We all kind of got mentors and coaches for that weekend. The coach that I got, she was bomb. Um, But basically, we we had an intimate um, conversation about, like, what's next with my career and different things. I was telling her, like, I feel kind of stagnant because I have been doing hair for so long. um, And I'm ready to move on. And she was and I also was telling her how I wanted to um, start to do classes that could teach hairstyles how to do different techniques just because it was popular, not because I was passionate about it. And she was like, okay, if you're not passionate about it, absolutely not. She was like, what you need to do is share your knowledge. You need to give back. You need to sell information if you're going to be selling anything. Right. She was like, information and knowledge is is powerful. So when she said that, I don't know why that clicked in my life <laughs> to like a 360, but it's like those simple words like literally clicked and like I just redefined my purpose and my, my vision and the path that I wanted to even take with my company. So um, after the conference, like on the plane ride back, I literally just kept thinking like, okay, what am I like? What am I good at? I know I, I know I'm pretty good with hair, but I'm really good with this business stuff. I'm really good with marketing. I'm, I'm good with this. Like mm-hmm. I need other hairstylists to be good as well. Like I, I really need them to get this skill because I work in the, these hair salons. I work with these hairstylists and it's not there. And the most humble and the most humble way possible, it, it literally is not there. Mm-hmm. And instead of um, allowing somebody to just be stagnant or to watch, like say you're working next to another hairstylist, your clientele is increasing, but theirs, their um, clientele is decreasing. Instead of watching them, their clientele decrease and, and it has a, um, a burden on their finances, why not share your knowledge? So I was like, okay, we got to get organized. <laughs> and um, it started, No Styles Up Behind started with just being a training class, which happened last year. Um, and then this year um, through, um, like, during qu- quarantine, I just literally had a change of heart. And I was like, okay, no, we are pushing this further. This is not just going to be classes. This is, in a sense, sort of a mentorship for hairstylists. So I've been working really hard um, <laughs> to um, actually rebrand the company, which we will be. Um, relaunching this month. Yes. I can't wait. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I cannot wait because I'm so tired of not having a presence on like social media or the website, whatever. But um, even without that, with us um, working behind the scenes, the mentoring hasn't stopped. Like we still are talking to the um, the women, the other stylists. I'm still producing different things, just not for the public just yet. Right. I love that. I love to hear that. And something I was thinking about when you were, you know, saying how important it is to give back to other women that are in the same field as you. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people would just see their counterparts fail or the girls next to them fail in the same industry. They're in like, OK, yeah, I'm on top. And then they won't try to help. And I love the fact that you took that. and You're like, you know what? No, let me create this mentorship program. Let me help out. Let me give back to whatever styles I can give back to. So in saying that. How do you feel knowing that, you know, so many women have come to know Styles Left Behind and have left that program or that class or that training being totally different stylists afterwards? How does that feel knowing that you had a hand in their success, so to speak? It feels amazing. It helps me sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Like, I, I just feel, I feel different. Like, I don't feel how I felt when I was in college. Like, in college, I felt like a hairstylist. 
now I feel like a boss. Like, you know, right. I, I do because it's like, how can you really be a boss or say that you're a boss if you are not creating some sort of legacy um, to follow behind? Like, I don't know, but I feel amazing about it. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a good feeling. It's rewarding. It also helps me feel like I'm actually walking in my purpose and I'm not just there. Yes, yes. Being a boss is absolutely nothing if you don't have a legacy following behind you, ladies. I want you guys to think about that. Outside of the service you're providing, how can you leave that legacy behind? What gems can you leave behind? What knowledge can you leave behind for women in the same field as you? What lessons can you leave behind for women in the same field as you? What are some things you will want to see from a boss in your same field that's kind of in you know a different position as you may be more advanced than you? What are some things that you will want to see from that boss and start implementing it into your brand and your business to build that legacy, ladies? I want you guys to think about that. That is a great point that Rachelle made. And I think it's very important for entrepreneurs to take that into their businesses, right? Have some sort of informational, have some sort of give back a part of your companies because you want to leave that legacy behind. You don't just want to provide a service. You want to provide an experience. Okay. I just want to leave that gym with y'all. So Rachelle, throughout your journey of being a boss thus far, what do you think one was the biggest lesson you faced and two, the most gratifying thing about chasing your why thus far? Mm, the biggest lesson would have to be the lack thereof as far as discipline, child. Because I was not how I am back in the day. <laughs> I was not like that. Um, discipline and time management, it was just at an all-time low for me. Um, and it, and it, the reason was because I was literally in college. Like, all of this happened in school. And I wanted, when I transferred to Morgan, I wanted an HBCU quote-unquote experience so I was trying to balance trying to be a full-time student, full-time business owner, full-time hairstylist, and then having positions on campus. It was just a lot. So I had to get organized. But yeah, the biggest lesson was just the lack there of discipline because when I didn't have discipline, it showed in my business and my um, clientele like quickly decreased. Like when mm-hmm. I say quickly, I mean quickly I was not getting booked. Like, I don't know. God had to definitely humble me. Um, and I had to take that time to just tell myself, okay, it's, you have to have a, um, a sturdy foundation. So let's regroup. Let's get it together. Because at the end of the day, like me not having discipline in the beginning um, and not making time for my business, not getting being organized, not managing my time. It just took a toll on my business. And when I corrected those things and I was actually honest with myself, because first of all, you need to be honest with yourself. When I was okay. honest with myself, um, I realized that it's me versus me. And look, you're the only person that can change this. So come on, one by one, we're gonna we're gonna change this. We're gonna get better. And now it just feels good because I'm reaping the fruits um of my labor, which kind of goes into the most gratifying thing. The most gratifying thing is just my current state right now, just if, okay, I tell people, if you could, you know, that saying overlooked to overbooked, if that was a person, that's me. <laughs> if that was a person, that is definitely me. Um, it feels amazing that, like, even, like, right now, I am basically booked up until um, 
mid-January, I believe. January? Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, I'm so humble with it, so people would never know until they check their calendar, and they're like, wait a minute. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Listen, yeah. ladies, I, I can definitely <laughs> relate to that. That was a gem, Rachelle. Ladies, I want you guys to think about what Rochelle just said. She only started to see the fruits of her label when she began to implement discipline within her entrepreneurial journey, okay? A lot of you ladies, you probably aren't seeing sales, you probably aren't seeing bookings, and sometimes you really have to take a look in the mirror and you have to ask yourself, is that because of me? What am I doing with my time? Am I being disciplined or am I out doing things I'm not supposed to be doing? Am I mismanaging my time? Do I not have to do this, right? So I want you ladies, especially with us going into a new year, 2021, hopefully there's nothing like 2020, I want you guys to go into the new year with a good mindset as far as business. I want you guys to be disciplined. I want you guys to be on one accord with your dreams, goals, and plans. And I want you guys to stay on that path and that track because you can definitely see it through somebody's brand in their business if they're disciplined and if they're really talking the talk and walking the walk behind social media and behind the scenes, right? So thank you for answering those two questions, Rachel. I loved your answers. Um, what do you think has kept you going throughout your journey, becoming the boss you are today, especially during these times and, you know, the, the trying things that we're facing as a nation right now? So I feel like I have something to prove, but I don't feel like I have anything to prove to anybody except for Rachel. <laughs> so um, it sounds crazy, but it literally is me versus me. I motivate me. I'm trying to outdo who I used to be or outdo who I was. And I'm definitely enjoying and taking a step back like throughout the process and being like, okay, you're making progress, you're making progress. But there's goals that I set um, for my life at very early ages, very, very early ages. In a sense, I kind of manifested my life. So everything that has happened right now um, are goals that I set probably at like 10 or 11 when I first was like a sweeper. Oh, wow. Um, So now that I'm living that, there's still those next level um, goals that I set or different things I wanted to do. after college um, that I'm actually working towards and getting pretty close towards. So really, I guess the thing that just motivates me is is, is literally, I, I don't know if that makes sense, but literally me, like I, I, I literally meet with myself. I talk to myself, I motivate myself and I'd be like, look, look, look where, okay, I'll say this. I get pleasure in looking at where I was at this time last year. Mm. Each year, as the years go by, I'll be like, okay, this time last year, so much has changed for the better. So that right there is um, pleasurable for me. Like, I, I love that. Um, so, yeah, that would, that definitely motivates me. Um, and I guess also the other thing that motivates me now that I have no styles left behind. Um, let me correct you. I don't want to say I guess I know. The other thing that motivates me is that now um, I'm aware that there are other stylists who look up to me or younger girls who look up to me who... Um, want to want their brands to, to to go far so that also motivates me because I feel like if I ever was to quit on my dreams I would be um guess letting allowing them to quit on theirs right so yeah I can't stop <laughs> yes I felt that me versus me all 2020 and 2021 okay <laughs> So last but not least, Rachel, what are some general tips you can give and pointers that you can give to the W bosses listening on ways that they can tap into their passions and their whys after listening to this episode? Um, okay. First things first, this is something that my dad, um, who's also an entrepreneur, like instilled in me. 
everything is 80% business and 20% talent. And I tell this to my girls with no sauce up behind all the time. 80% business, 20% talent. Meaning, you can be the best hairstylist out there. You could be top of the line, arrogant Tay, Tokyo style, whoever, <laughs> name it. You can be that person. It's so many of them surrounding us in the DMV area. Um, however, that's only 20% of the battle. The 80% is strictly business. If you don't have that 80, that 20% doesn't matter. For example, if you are not professional, it, nobody cares how good you are. If you're not on top of your stuff, if you're not growing, if you're not learning, if you're not um, keeping up with the times, if you don't have a solid like foundation business-wise, eventually the empire starts to crumble down. So you have to solidify the business side. You have to have that 80% business and that 20% um, talent. So that would be number one uh, pointer. Number two, I would say never stop learning. Never get stagnant. I learned in hair school that um, the beauty industry will leave you. And I learned that the hard way when, like, frontals came out and I refused to do them. And then I was like, okay, hold on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hold up, hold up. No, 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 I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So <laughs> they will leave you. And, and granted, every train is not for you to jump on. But all in all, it, it will leave. It's a, it's a trend-based industry. So you have to always be willing to learn, even if you're the best in something. Like right now, like my silk press is, is definitely my specialty. It's pretty hot for most people. That's what most people come to me for. But I'm willing to take classes. I'm willing to travel to learn. I'm willing to take webinars. Like you cannot stop no matter how good you get, no matter how much money is flowing. You have to still be a student. And I guess last but not least um, is the chair for yourself. Um, at the beginning, you will be cheering for yourself. I, like I said, I am the definition of overlooked to overbooked. Like you, I cheer for myself for probably, I'm going to say four years straight, but on that fifth year, uh, people were cheering for me. So it's like, you cannot stop. And I guess in a sense, that's consistency, consistently cheer for yourself, consistently promote yourself. If you, if you feel like you're talking to yourself and nobody's responding, somebody sees you. If you have 50 followers on Instagram, some of them see you, even if, even if they don't interact. Like, right. you, you have to keep going. So those are some pointers. Yes, consistency is key. And ladies, if you're cheering for yourself right now, you heard Rachelle just saying, you always hear me say how often I was my own biggest cheerleader for X, Y, and Z amount of years until other people started cheering for me. You never know. If you could be clapping for yourself, cheering for yourself, your own cheerleader for four or five years, and that sixth year, you jump off. You're your own yeah. cheerleader. You're your biggest boss, your biggest supporter. The first 10 years and 11th year, you jump off and you're a millionaire. So I want you guys to think about that. I want you guys to keep going. And I want you guys to keep going hard with what you're doing as well. And do not give up on your dreams because I know it is tough right now. I know I've been saying it the last few episodes, but these times are so trying. It's not even funny. And I don't want you guys to fold. The last thing that I want you guys to do is fold right now, especially during these times. I want you guys to keep going and I want you guys to stay disciplined and focused and stay consistent. So before you leave us, Rachelle, what's next for yourself and your brand? And where can I, ladies from the listening, find you? Ladies, I know she just said she's booked up until January 2021, but I'm pretty sure hopefully she'll have books in February, March, if we lucky. <laughs> so go ahead and give the girls all the tea on where they can follow you, where they can book you, and what's next for yourself and your brand. Yes. So um, first things first, I'm going to drop something here because it's my first podcast. Ooh, okay. okay. We're going to let a secret out. Okay. So a lot of ladies have been asking me, um, 
when is the next No Signs Left Behind class? Um, COVID definitely, you know, put a wrench in the plans. However, the next one is Monday, December 14th. It is a webinar. So you guys heard it first here before anybody else heard it, even my loyal ones. No one else heard it um, except for you guys. So um, that's that. Um, be on the lookout on my Instagram as well as my website for more information. So um, for my Instagram, you can follow me on Instagram at Shelly Ellie. That is C-H-E-L-L-E-E-L-L-I-E. Um, my hair company is at Soul Bomb Virgin Hair on Instagram as well as my um, No Stylist Left Behind is underscore No Stylist Left Behind. In the bios of each of those um, Instagram pages, you will find my website, whether you're interested in booking with me, purchasing hair from me, or a class. So that's what's next as far as the class. One-on-ones are also coming out as well before the year ends. Um, we are having a crazy Black Friday sale um, for Soul Bomb Virgin Hair Collection, which will be um, released next week. So, ladies, save your coins up um, because we're coming crazy with this sale. Um, the prices are extremely low. Um, and I do have a few other things I won't get too much into that are coming up, but I definitely encourage you guys to follow me on social media um, to stay up to date and to turn on your post notifications. So, you will be the very first one to know some of the crazy surprises I have to end this year off, as well as to enter the new year yes i love it i love it ladies she just gave you guys a w boss exclusive gem okay be sure to sign up for her webinar on monday december 14th and be sure to follow her on all social media platforms rachelle thank you so much for hopping on this episode girl i'm pretty sure all the boss listening can relate to everything that you said and thank you ladies so much for listening in to yet another episode on the women podcast you ladies can listen in on this episode on apple podcast soundcloud google play spotify any podcasts and platform there is we are on and you ladies will hear me next week with a special guest peace ladies have a safe weekend